0: okay hello everybody uh, this this Welcome to Say No to Tierney, CS yes to Barbecue podcast. Today, we got Amy Sleister with us. Um, Amy is the founder and executive director of Hoosiers for Life, an Indiana nonprofit organization that designed the historical protection of life bill, which I just saw that just came out again. There are the leading force behind the strategy... Uh, In promotion of the bill, currently 10 other states are now proposing legislation similar to the Protection of Life bill, which I think there's more than 10 states at this point, but this might be a little bio. Hoosiers for Life also partners with Indiana Families in Waiting, which helps promote home study-ready families that are wanting to adopt. She is the president of the Liberty Defense Political Action Committee, which keeps legislators accountable to the promises and platforms they present when running for office. Liberty Defense aims to connect the election season of their representation. They also work diligently to elect constitutional patriots to the assembly. Amy founded Sanctuary for the Unborn in Indiana, which prevents abortion minded businesses from moving into our community. Amy and her family are lifelong residents of Indiana and have adopted five children. They are a homeschooling family and believes in, are believers in Christ. They have lost 14 children due to pregnancy and have a heart, a passion, a heart and a passion for the pre-born babies. Amy, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for uh, joining me on this podcast.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to adjust your volume here just a little bit. Let's see. You're a little loud. All right. So, uh, you have a good Christmas?
1: Oh, my. Yes, we stayed home. That's always great when we don't have to go anywhere. So, yes, we stayed home, and we did the whole jammy thing and lots of food and, um, played a bunch of board games. So yes, it was really nice.
0: So when you uh, do food for Christmas, do you guys have like any traditional, like traditions that you do? Or is there like some dish that you guys cook every year? or Do you have a favorite mm. dish to cook?
1: Um. Well, my family really, really loves pumpkin cheesecake. And it's the one thing that I don't mess up in the kitchen. So we do that. And this year I baked a ham, which I've Unfortunately, I've just never done. So somebody gave me some tips, and they ate on that for three days. So I got an award yeah, that worked out pretty good.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's awesome. So <laughs> you just uh, throw it in the oven and baked it, or did you have, like, steps you followed, or did you find yeah. it easy to do?
1: It's pineapple juice. You put pineapple juice on it, and uh. it, that's what's supposed to make it all, and lots of brown sugar you know, of
0: course. Absolutely. But. So uh what I found with ham is the longer you cook it and the lower you cook it, the more it falls apart and it's just tender and juicy. I don't know if you've...
1: I should have uh, called you.
0: Well, you know, anytime you can do that. I mean, I don't, I don't have all the answers, but I do have some. Yeah, so, that's great. Uh, that's good. I know like... Next time. Uh, next time, my family, uh every year, like Christmas Eve-ish, we do these peppermint Candy cane milkshakes, milkshakes, oh, and Adia, my. she just does it all from scratch, and she actually like grinds up candy canes and the mix or the 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 thingy, what the whatever you call those blender. Things. Thank you, the blender. <laughs> they, they, they call. And uh, and you just put it in there, and the kids love them, and we've been doing that every year, and the yeah, kids look forward wonderful. to that. Yeah, and then like for Christmas we get our kids like three gifts they get a a want a read and a need so nice. yeah so we always tried to uh gracie my 10 year old daughter got a book on john knox so i was kind of excited for <laughs> so Great. yeah yeah so it was, it was a good christmas over here too good yeah good to hear absolutely um so there's a lot we're going to discuss today and just talk through um I was okay. just trying to catch up, and, and uh, I was looking at your Facebook page, and you posted something about Bob Saget and how he passed, which is sad, but...
1: It is sad. It
0: is sad. Uh, did you grow up with that show? Yeah, I did. Is I that-
1: really did. I, yes, I did. I liked Full House. I didn't like Fuller House, but I liked Full House back in the day. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't ever get to Fuller House, but the Full House... like, So it was like TGIF, remember that? Every Friday night. I don't know yeah. about you guys. But uh-huh. every Friday night, like, I remember having friends over and our parents going out with friends and them ordering pizza. And we watch TGIF every Friday night. You had, like, Full House, I think, kicked it off. And then Family Matters.
1: Oh, right. that, Remember that? Uh-huh.
0: And then I don't remember the show that came out. I think they switched that out every now and again. But Yeah. Yeah. And so it seemed like his uh, character, Danny Tanner, right? was yeah. uh i mean he was a good daddy at the end of the episode he always had a good talk to to bring his kids <laughs> back to center you know yeah but for his, sure. but and then he did america's uh funniest home videos which was a family oriented 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 show as well and we watched that all the time growing up as well and and we too. Yeah. and then yeah. like somehow i don't know and it was years later but like some, I saw him, maybe it was like on a Comedy Central roast or something. Yeah. I was blown away by just how different of a human being he was in the characters he portrayed in those two shows.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why I was, yes, my Facebook profile, Um, I had said, um, you know, it's always sad when someone passes away, but I would just just didn't like the guy. And I probably shouldn't have said I didn't like him. I just wasn't a fan of him. I wasn't a fan of him or his work. And, um, yeah, I grew up with Full House thinking he's the dad of the year, and that's what everybody should strive to be. And um, and then when he did America's uh, Funniest Videos, I thought his humor was really bad. But that's okay because he was Danny Tanner. <laughs>
0: right. Because you got to pass. <laughs> and
1: whatever, you know, you can't expect all the things. <laughs> But then I did watch um, A Roast as well. And the humor on that was not bad. It was wicked. Right. And then then I have seen other clips of him um, in comedy elements where his humor really dived down into this dark place of, like, hurting children and... um, vulgarity. And I just thought, wow, isn't that something how we can look at um, something on TV and think, you know, all those years of full house think. This is who this human being is. These are the traits that he carries with him all through life. And we do that all the time. We idolize people and say, boy, wouldn't it be great to be like that person or be in their company? You know, this whole access idea of, you know, maybe they, you know, they carry some kind of character with them that is phenomenal. But then, you know, at the end of the day, he was an actor. And so I don't know how he was in real life, but some of the fruit I've seen I just thought wouldn't want my kids hanging out with him. So Uh,
0: I no, I agree. And the thing is is like again, there's like two or three times like in the last fifteen years where I came across something of his and and it always came across to me, and I don't know the guy, but it always came across to me that he was trying to be somebody he wasn't. Like he was trying to be fit. Like he was trying to run from that good, polished father role that he played. Like he was running in the opposite direction. And mm. it just never seemed. It seemed like he tried way too hard to prove that he wasn't Danny Tanner. And that's just the impression Uh that I got. And it is extremely sad that he passed at 65, which is not old at all. Probably, Probably died without knowing the Lord. And it's just, it's extremely sad. But yeah, and that brings me, I guess, to Betty White because we lost her here in the last couple of weeks too. Right. And it, you know, just seeing what people say about Betty on how, like, how a stand-up woman she was, like, right. She really wasn't. Like, she yeah. was pretty vulgar. And the older she got, it seemed like she got more raunchy and vulgar. And it's just sad to watch and see that. That not only that's what these people who these people are in real life but it, it also seems that like i see a lot of people i know who do care about family who do have christian values like they they hold these people up like they're some kind of icons and in reality uh-huh. it's really nothing that we should be trying to strive for or to lift up in our houses and tell people these are good people because they're really not unfortunately so anyhow that's just interesting
1: yeah it's hard to remember that actors have a script. And they practice them, you know, and that's, that's what makes good movies and good shows is, you know, there is a script and it's practiced and, but it does not mean that those people actually resemble those qualities when they're in real life. And so, yeah, I agree with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's just interesting. Very. So I came across the article here and Rumor has it, Amy, there is a quiet revolution brewing <laughs> in the state known as the Crossroads of America, and I think that's the state of Indiana. Yeah. So um, it's a, it's really amazing. Um, it says in this article, for the first time. That anyone, I'm just gonna read the 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 little bit of it, and I want your thoughts on it. A quiet revolution sure. is brewing in the state known as the crossroads of America. For the first time that anyone can remember, dozens of first-time candidates are stepping up to challenge challenge sitting Republican state legislators in Indiana from the right. So what we got going on here, it sounds like, is there is a bunch of right-wing Republicans or right-wing. Um, the politicians, whether they're libertarian or independent, they are stepping up and they are running against the incumbents in this year's election. This article says they are pro-life, pro-gun, and fueled with populist anger over the mask and va- vaccine mandates and the never-ending state of emergency.
1: So mm-hmm.
0: I know that for people who don't know, when I read your bio, we talked about the Liberty Defense Pack, um, and let me. And you're the founder of that. And let me just say that your pack is behind getting a bunch of people to run for office to try to change something in the state of Indiana. How did this come about? Could you explain that to us?
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I organized the pack a couple years ago, mainly because there wasn't anything like it. Um, there had been a couple conservative packs that were um, popping up here and there, but they weren't really organizing. They weren't active. They weren't pushing for the masses. And for the last seven years, I've been watching the legislature pretty heavily. I've been involved in um, legislation and, and working with um legislators on trying to get bills passed and it is obvious that it needs a total overhaul down there and you know you can get you can get dismayed with looking at all the work and all the different people that you feel like have done their time they need to get out of there they need replaced um you know there there needs to be f- fresh eyes down there fresh ears um there's, there's a lot going on, but we, out of all the races, we had decided to really hone in, um, the, to the house of representatives. And the reason being is because that's where we have filed. Um, I'm also the, um, director of Hoosiers for life. And so I've been filing a bill to end abortion there for several years. And, um, that's where I always see that, you know, the hang up. And so, We've put political pressure on several state representatives throughout the years, and I think we've done a really good job. But we're at the point now where it's, you know, it's time for them to go. They are not going to redirect their behavior. They're not going to um, turn their face um, back towards their constituents. They are stuck in a vacuum, and they are not going to get out of it. And so it's time for them to leave. And so because we have this great process called election um, and we have some patriots that are willing to stand up. Yes, we are working on a bunch, (laughs) a bunch of people to um, replace some classic rhinos in Indianapolis.
0: So how did you, how did you launch this thing? How did, so you, you launched, so you, you came out and you said you wanted a hundred candidates in a hundred days. How did you launch that? Where did you launch that? And yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, it was actually launched at a medical freedom rally in Indy back late summer and um, maybe early fall. I don't even remember exactly when it was two, three months ago. It seems like Um, it was just put out there that, you know, this this is a route that you could take to really make a difference. And just instantly. I mean, we had a hundred candidates really before I even made the announcement online that that's what we had done. So it just happened so fast. So
0: you got a hundred candidates from that one meeting you had there in Indy?
1: uh, Before we had announced in Indy, we had 40 people that had already stepped up. And then when it was announced in Indy, I think it was 67 more um, reached out. So we have a texting feature that we say, hey, if you want to be a part of this, if you feel like you want to run for office, text the word election. And um, they did. And um, so that's how we gained our first, um, that's how we did our first rally cry and gained our first pool of potential um, candidates.
0: And so after that meeting, it sounds like if I'm doing the math right, you had about 107 people. So you're well over that 100 candidates, and then you extended yeah. that to 200 candidates. After that, yeah. w- did you reach 200 candidates yet?
1: Uh, yes, we have. Wow,
0: are you mm-hmm. over our 200 or? Where, where um, you guys just are? slightly. Okay,
1: we're slightly over 200. Um, many, at the and it's all for different offices. We have some running for. Um, we've had some people reach out to us that want to run for congressional seats. We have people that want to run for mayor, commissioner, sheriff. Um, we have state house reps and senators. We have lots of delegates. I'm, I'm just asking everybody to put their name on as a delegate. So, um, yeah, we have lots of different people in lots of different capacities.
0: Are you still looking for people, or are you? Oh yeah. Okay, so let's go back to this typing, texting election thing. How do how do so? Say somebody listens to this podcast and was like, you know what, I want to join this. I want to join this movement. What yeah. who do they text, and and what do they text so they can reach out to you guys, and you can re- get back with them?
1: Yeah. So you would text the number two six zero, six nine three seven three three four. So I'll say it again, 260-693-7334, and you just simply text the word election, and you'll you'll get something an automated automatic automatic message automated yeah automated right back yep, yep. there we go and um, it will send a uh, a little link for you to put like your first and last name in and what you're thinking about running for and then i will contact you back after that
0: okay Simple. that that's awesome so if there's anybody out there who is listening to this and we're not saying you have to run for state any state uh elected position we're just saying if you want to be a delicate reach out yeah. if, if you want to if you want to do something in your county in your community you know reach out and and you guys will help them right
1: Absolutely.
0: That's awesome. So I hope that you get a bunch more here because I think that what's going on is a good thing. And I'll tell anybody that. I think every time that we have an election and there's choices and there's not necessarily just the choice that the establishment wants, but there's actually common men and women running for office, that is a beautiful thing. And that's what makes our country great. And I just wanted to touch on three that I know... Before we get into the Liberty Defense Winter Dinner Banquet, um, it's, okay. it's going back to this Inside Sources article, um, and it highlights three people. And what blow my mind about this, Amy, is you have candidates, first of all, stepping up like they are, and they're saying, hey, we had enough, we want to do right. And, and then not only that, it's the quality Of the candidate that you're putting forth because you see all the time that people running for office just have zero chance of winning because they're just not a quality candidate but in this article that i read there are these three people that they just highlighted there it's amazing like for instance and i don't know any of these people well i do know larissa very little but i know her the best probably but anyhow one of them is a lady named Brittany carroll she's a family law attorney Like that is a quality candidate there. She's a mother of three children who moved to Indiana from Oregon with her family back in 2007. They live in a small community South of Indianapolis in Johnson County. I don't know what district that is, but, um, but anyhow, that's where she's located at. And so what a quality candidate she seems to be. Uh, Yeah. And then the next one would be Larissa sweet who. Is uh, been serving on the county council in Wabash County, county for nearly six years. Like she has, mm-hmm. she has experience, and she's running against uh, Dan Leonard of Huntington, who also dips down into uh, well. Obviously, it has to be some Wabash County, Huntington County, and then it even dips down into Wells County. Is that still true after the redistrict? Is he still in Wells County? Some.
1: Uh, no. And I think it's just right on the line.
0: Okay. Okay. He was last election. I know he was out there by the Northern Wells. Uh, I think
1: it's moved over. It's Huntington County and Wabash County. And then it kind of goes down. There's a couple little foots that go down south of those districts. But I think the Wells County line might be the district line there.
0: Okay. Well, that's a win for us. Uh-huh, in West right. County. <laughs> in West. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. uh, uh-huh. so, uh, and again, she has political, she, she experience. Um, she's been on the County Council for nearly six years. And, yeah. um, I would love, here's what I want to do. And I don't know if it's possible, but I would love, and I reached out to her actually today, but I would love to interview all these candidates on my podcast after the reveal. And okay. I, I I would love to just sit down and have a conversation with them. They can tell the people why they're running, and and just tell tell us their stories, and so we can get to know them better. But that is uh, that's another quality candidate running for office. And then the other um, candidate that's on this article that I read, his name is Richard Bagsby. Right. And he's a minister a construction Mm -hmm. manager, and a father of eight children who lives in Lafayette. Mm -hmm. Like that sounds like an ideal candidate to me. And (laughs) And so, and a lot of these people are just stepping up. They had no intentions really to run for office, but they're just seeing what's happening down there at the state house. They're seeing how we're being governed and they're saying enough's enough and we're stepping up and we're going to do something about this. And that is amazing. And, you know, as we get the message out and more and more people hear this message, um, I really hope and I really expect Hoosiers to do the right thing and to stop voting constantly for the incumbent. And, And they actually go out and they do their duty. They do their due diligence. And they go and they vote for these people that are are challenging them because we are trying to to change. We want change. I know I want change. I know you want change. And that's exactly what you guys are trying to do is to change, reform Indiana. And you know what? Um, I was just reading the Indiana State Constitution today before I got on the phone here with you. And... Section one says this, we declare that all people are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator, which means unborn as well, with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, which includes the unborn, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that all power is inherent in the people and that all free governments are and of right ought to be founded on their authority. And instituted for their peace, safety, and well-being. For the advancement of these ends, the people have at all times an indefeasible right to alter and reform their government. And in reality, that's what you're doing, isn't it, Amy? You're just trying to reform the government.
1: Yes, I love that. Alter and reform the government. It's exactly what needs done. And quality candidates, for sure. I mean, the three that you mentioned are, um, they're amazing. And not only that, I mean, there's so many more that are just like them. The theme that I keep hearing, though, as I've been working with these guys, is um, pretty consistent across the board. It is, I don't really want to do this but I have to. And so they are aware that there is a breaking down that's happening in our culture and in our government and our schools. Just, it just reaches out all of the fingers are reaching out now and touching everyone's kitchen table. And there are those that slide their chair out and stand up and said, Oh no, this isn't happening. And that's who these people are. And, um, It's, it's exciting to watch. It's, um, but now, now's the time. I mean, there will, we may never have another time like this again, you know, and so to capture this and, and to move forward in this is, you know, for a lot of these people, it's destiny for them.
0: Yeah. And you're right. And now is the time and we can't wait another election. We, now's the time to go and do this. And so, Liberty Defense, the, the, the pack that you started, you're the founder of, it, it supports Christian conservatives for political office. Um, you guys are the only anti-establishment, liberty-minded, political action committee seeking to replace our stagnant stagnant representation. So your guys' main objective is to remove complacent incumbents from the legislator and give Hoosiers a strong voice. So you guys are seeking out strong, unwavering, principled candidates who will not shrink back and will safeguard our constitutional freedoms. We And then also coming up here on January 15th, which is this Saturday, at, um, at Liberty Diner, hosted no. by... So that's what Black this thing says. That, that's where I got confused. All right. So where's this thing at?
1: Yes, it's at the Classic Cafe. Okay. Um, in Fort Wayne, I'll get you the the address. It's on Hillagas Road. Um, but yeah, I I saw that you said that once before, and I thought, <laughs> where is he getting
0: that? Well, I'm getting that uh, off the ticket information. It said it says meal hosted by Liberty Diner, with a comma, and then it says Yergy State Road Barbecue.
1: Oh, because it's calling you a Liberty
0: Diner. Okay. Well, there you go. You know there's a Liberty Diner, right, in, in the area.
1: I know. Maybe I should change
0: that. Oh, so oh, I'm a boy. Liberty Diner. All right. Well, that's good. I, I've been called way worse before.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: haven't we all? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am sorry. So let's just let's clear this up right now. It is The venue is at Classic Café. In Fort Wayne, Indiana, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be catered by the Liberty Diner, Yergie State Road Barbecue.
1: That's right. All
0: right, and and uh, we're obviously looking real forward to doing that. We're going to also be there in attendance. Um, and it is January fifteenth, so it's this that is this coming Saturday, right. and you guys are going to be revealing a lot of candidates that are running for office. A lot of them haven't been revealed yet. Some of them have. And Kurt Nisley and his wife looks like it's going to be speaking, which is awesome. Yes. Um, and and what else is going on? Anything?
1: Um, We have guns. There's gonna going guns. to be guns? Yes. We're going to be auctioning off some guns. Um, we have lots of um, different items that people have donated, businesses, services, some really cool stuff. Um Stealth Furniture donated a end table that has a secret compartment so that you can hide your firearm. Um, there's all kinds of fun stuff going on there. So.
0: Well, that sounds amazing. I'm going to have yeah. to budget for this, it looks yeah. like. <laughs> uh, that's yes. good. So it sounds like you guys are you guys sold out of the tickets?
1: Uh we're very close. Okay. We are close. We're on the home stretch. Um so yeah, if people want to get their tickets, they need to do so right away. And um and then when it is completely cut off, I will announce that. So
0: Yep, I've been in communication on the other side of this, the back side on the meal side, and I just got a text today that you guys have 400 people coming
1: well so we this last chunk of tickets that we need to sell if it doesn't sell then we are going to be auctioning off some very very tasty barbecue
0: oh sweet (laughs) 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 sounds good all right so there's some more tickets to be had so you you, you can't procrastinate any longer you got to get in there and you got to buy those tickets and how you do that is um why don't you tell us how to do that amy
1: Yes. Um, There is a website. I'm going to pull it up here so I can tell you exactly where to go. Um, You can find also um, uh, the event on Facebook. So if you put in Liberty Defense Banquet, it should come up. Um, But it is also the tickets are bought directly at Ticketer. So Ticketer, T-I-C-K-E-T-O-R dot com. Um, backslash liberty defense, backslash banquet. So I know that's a mouthful, but it's ticketer.com backslash liberty defense, backslash banquet. And it should take you straight there. And boy, if somebody can't get to that and they just want to text election to that number and... um, When they get a text, they can just say, I need a ticket, and I will make sure that they get the link. So that number was 260-693-7334.
0: All right. Sounds good. And, you know, it's really remarkable what you you and your organization, Amy, have been able to do through this initiative to get these people to run. Um, It it is, is. Are you... Is, are you getting any exposure? Is anybody from other places or news media? I know we had that one article I read from, but like, are you, are people starting to notice what's going on here or where's that at?
1: Yeah. So here's the thing that happens when you push against the establishment, you don't get media rights. And so we've been told by several sources that they're not allowed to run stories on Liberty Defense or on any of the candidates. If we're we're pushing um, for a candidate, they're not allowed to run any stories on that. And so the reporter that um, actually did the story on us that you were referring to earlier, she writes for an outside source, a national outlet. And so that's what Inside Sources is, is a national media source. And that's how we were able to um, get um you know have some exposure there but locally um if anyone can tap into a little pocket for us that'd be great but generally they toggle us way down and they don't they they don't want to hear from us they don't want what we're doing to be inside the households of these voters and these hoosers because then it kind of makes them question um is Indianapolis really working for the people Or is Indianapolis working for their pet projects and, you know, um, maybe some political scheming instead. So they, um, as of now, it's, it's everything that we do is grassroots because we don't have the exposure of, you know, big media,
0: any media. (laughs) Right. And, you know, but I was wondering, do you think if, uh, is there going to be media at this event, you think? Has anybody reached out or anything like that?
1: Um, So we have a press release that we're going to send out today. Um, Nope, I'm sorry. Let's scratch that. It's going out tomorrow. Um, and so, you know, there will be media outlets that are aware of what's going on, which I'm sure there are many that already know, especially in the Allen County area. Um, <clears throat> will they come? I do not know.
0: Yeah. And I mean... You would think that this is a story that they would want to jump on because it, this is this is a grassroots movement that is cannot be put back into the box again. Like it is out, and yeah. what's awesome about this, and I want people to understand this, is this isn't um, this isn't an event to where oh we're we're building up, up to this event or you're building up to this event and then after this event it's over. This is just the beginning. And, it's, yeah. and this is this is the kickoff and and from there it's only going to grow it's only going to become louder it's only going to become more recognizable from the normal everyday Hoosier that's going to work coming home raising a family paying their bills like it's going to get into their living rooms because this isn't something that's going away it's only something that's going to get bigger and bigger and the fight's going to continue to happen until there is victory and we reform that government. Is that correct?
1: Oh, I believe so. I do too. Yeah. And you know, if if state media doesn't want to pick us up, I would not be surprised if national sources don't come out and and reach out. And this is a groundswell. I mean, it is to the point where there is nothing stopping it. These people that are running for office are, they're determined to make a difference. They're sacrificing a lot. They're walking into the unknown. This is new territory for them. You know, they're they're using skills they've never used before. They're listening, they're trainable, they're awesome. And so um they're not gonna shrink away easy. And um yeah. So yes, this thing's only gonna get bigger. And I think they I think that Indianapolis knows that. Right. Hey, I heard a rumor. Oh boy. Yeah, I heard a rumor. Um that the speaker is gonna push through session really fast so that he can get his um, his rhinos back out into their district so they can knock on doors. they can they can end session early this year so they can get back out and campaign to the people. So oh. keep an eye on that because yeah when's the last time
0: to go to- I mean, when's the last time you think, Incumbents knocked on doors.
1: <laughs> they only knock on doors when they have a challenger.
0: Yeah, and that's it. And not, not maybe, maybe you're right on that, and that's probably true. And there's going to be a lot of them that has challengers, um, so they will be knocking on doors. But not only that, Amy, like, just you got to read between the lines sometimes. And and when you start picking up on things and noticing things, and you get involved in politics, which every Hoosier should do because it affects us all whether you okay. say I'm not a political person well if you're not a first of all yes you are and second right. of all they're going they're they're going to then rule us in a way that is not going to be very nice, we're going to lose our freedoms, we're going to continually go down this downward spiral, uh, that the government is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and taking more and taking more and taking more and, taking more, and we become less and less and less. Then if you, if, if you want to sit back and watch that happen, then you are going to have to explain that to your kids and your grandkids one day on why you did not stand up and do the right thing. And so I do encourage everybody to start standing up. All right. Become political and say, I don't know how to become political. Reach out to Amy. Reach out to me. Reach out to somebody. We will help you and we will guide you in the right direction. Now, I want to read. Well, let me finish this thought real quick. I am hearing on radio people, incumbents, putting ads out already. Is that not unheard of? (laughs) I mean, I heard this in November.
1: yeah, that means they're worried. Hey, and this is this is what we we as conservative Christians do wrong. We assume that the complacent plastic politicians in Indi- Indianapolis are dumb. And they're not, they see the fight coming. They want to savor their seats. They want to, they want to make sure that they garner the votes. They are going to be out campaigning line. You will start you. It's been going on for, for at least a month, you know, pro-life ads and pro-gun ads and pro-liberty ads. You know, these guys have had the opportunity even outside of session, like all this time since session ended last, last spring to be able to end the state of emergency, pass pro-life legislation, you know, secure our second amendment, right? They've had ample amounts of opportunity, more often, more than what they normally have. And they have failed time and time again. So these guys got to go out and make new promises. They've got to explain away all the things and all the whys and, um, and get out there and do that. So yes, we have commercials running. I was sitting at, at um you know watching tv with my family the other day and they're using um you know ip addresses to to come right into your tv um they are they are knocking on the door
0: what do you mean um, what do you mean ip addresses coming in your tv i don't even know what that means
1: (laughs) yeah so it's a it's a new type of advertising so if um and I'm not exactly certain how it works, but they can basically advertise to a certain constituent group or a certain location or you know demographics, just like you can do on Facebook. But they can enroll it right through Netflix or Hulu or any of those various apps that you use to watch um, TV. So um, they're trying very hard to reach the voters and um, they're desperate and they should be.
0: Yeah, I just Googled it. Um, What is IP targeting and how to use it? Um, IP targeting is a type of hyper-targeting advertising. This type of advertising allows you the ability to show ads to specific addresses, office buildings, and even suite numbers. You can reduce the commonly accepted practice of wasteful ad spend because you're only showing your ads to those exact addresses where you target. That's pretty incredible. i never even heard of that before.
1: Yeah, new technology. That
0: is. Are you guys using it?
1: Uh, We may. (laughs) You should. (laughs) Yep.
0: I mean, I wonder if it's cheaper.
1: Let's raise some money, you know? And that's the thing. At the banquet, everything that comes into Liberty Defense goes to the candidates. Everybody that works for Liberty Defense is a volunteer. So... Um, that's why we're that's why we're doing what we're doing. That's why we're um, having the banquet and selling the guns and doing all these things is because we we need to be able to um, push back. the The establishment is going to run tons of funding into complacent incumbents. They're going to try to save receipts. We call it the incumbent protection program. It is the money is already being funneled out to these incumbents. And so that's how they're doing these ads. You know, one ad on WoWO, 30 seconds on WoWO is a hundred bucks. So every time you hear that, it's a hundred dollars. And so there is there's definitely um, money being moved in that direction. We need everything that we can get and then what's really great about my team is that we've shown it in the past we're able to take something and stretch it really really far we don't have the media we don't have the favor of the culture and that's okay that is okay because we're still successful and look we've got over 200 candidates willing to run for office and we in in my mind, we are going to overthrow that state house one way or another. I mean, if we get one person in there, or if we get fifty, we are going to win. And so we just need all boots on, on the ground and everybody to be extremely generous. Um, my husband and I have been extremely generous. So we are we are going to keep funding into this, and um, it just it just takes all of us. It really does.
0: Where would be a good place to. Uh, cut a check or, or to, to help you guys raise funds? If somebody wants to give money to you yeah. in what you're doing, what's a good place to do that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So we have a website. It's libertydefense.us. Super easy. So libertydefense.us, and you can go there and click on Donate. But if you don't want to do it online and you want to send a check in the mail, you can send it to Liberty Defense. And it's at 2155 North Main Street, Suite 3. So 2155 North Main Street, Suite 3. And that's in Bluffton, Indiana, of course, 46714.
0: And uh, so I'm just looking into this targeting advertising that's fascinating the way ip <laughs> targeting works is simple you provide the names addresses and zip codes which they probably get on their voting when you feel like to register to vote you get all that information so they whatever whoever they're targeting they already have all your information right they do and and it says uh, uh you'd like to have, this can be your list of previous customers, lost customers. So this is more geared towards business, but this is exactly how they're using it. So say, for example, um, the incumbent in your district, they know who voted for them. They know who who, uh, voted last year. They know what primaries you voted in and they are just targeting you guys, you know, those people Through their TVs, on like you said, nobody really watches Farmer Five anymore, right? So you're either getting it from YouTube TV, Hulu, something like that, and so they're they're able to target you guys through that. That's interesting. I never heard that before. That's Uh fascinating. That's amazing. Yeah, it
1: really is. I mean, it's a great um, tool for marketing. The problem is, is when you get a thirty second ad on your TV and it's full of lies, and you don't know that they're lies, yeah. you
0: know, and that's, that's the hard part. So no, um, I hear you on that. And, and so that, that, you know, I mean, that's what we've been saying for a long time is that it's crazy how you get these mailers in the mail. That's probably old school way of doing things. they will probably You'll probably still get them the selection, but, but it's like, it's all lies. Like there's no, mm-hmm. there's no tr- truth in it. Now there might be a smidgen of truth, but you know, a smidgen of truth is a lie and if there in my what my way I think about it and I know you think about it this way too if you say you're pro life and you've been in and you've been in uh office for a long time and you haven't voted for Kurt Nisley's bill to end abortion then you're probably right. not pro life right and john jacob hey speaking of that real quick um I saw they filed a new bill what is it 1282 or something I uh-huh. don't have it. okay 1282 and yep. it is it is an amazing bill it's the right bill um, and they're going after it again but it looks like they got a third person on it this time, Payne D- do they have him before or is this the first time they've had three people on it
1: um, no they have not had him before um, don't be quick to um, to pat him on the head so this is um, you know Zach Payne, they're all nice guys Zach is a nice guy. Um, so, but we've talked before, nice guys don't always make good lawmakers. And so Zach has had ample opportunity to come alongside Kurt, John and Kurt in the years past. Um, well, I think last year, maybe not. I think Zach is, is newly elected. But, um, you know, John and Kurt have really amped up the game. You know, it's not really about who puts their name on it anymore. That's kind of like political cover. I'll tell you what I really want from Zach Payne. I want Zach Payne to be a warrior on the floor like Kurt and John are, you know, it's one thing to put sign your name on a piece of paper just so your constituents will see that you're pro-life and people will, you know, come along and support you. But, don't leave Kurt and John to fight for their lives out on the floor of the house while you sit back and do nothing. And so it takes a team. And if Zach Payne is willing to make a motion against the speaker and to do some aggressive work on the cause of life, then he will gain and garner the support of Hoosiers for life and the Liberty defense pack. But until then he is just like the rest of them for us um, until I can see him fighting for what is right. So it's easy to sign yep. your name on things. So he did promise me that he was um, that he 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 did personally tell me that he was regretful for what he has not done in the past, um, and that he was going to do something different this year. And I wow. also told him that we would be watching.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, so. if that is true, that is amazing. We're just gonna have to see if that. Yeah, okay. I mean, if he's newly elected, we can. Show him some grace here, maybe a little bit, and see what he does. You know, and well, and he's been it, in
1: for at least two years now. Has he?
0: So okay, no.
1: he's up for election, and he's up like for election. Radio.
0: So you got to throw that in the mix, right? Yeah. Would he? Would he be regretful if it wasn't an election year? Um, you
1: have to wonder. <laughs>
0: you have to, you wonder. have to wonder. You yeah. have to wonder about all this thing. But um yeah, okay. Well, no, I just noticed that there's his name on there too, and I don't know anything about him, and all I right. was just curious on where he came from and what was that all about? Because usually it's just nicely. And then John's joined nicely ever since he's been in. And now we got yeah. this Mr. Payne guy on that bill. And I'm like, all right, well, I need to find out who this guy is and what he's about. So
1: yeah. I appreciate
0: that. Um, yeah. So January 15th, we're having a Yurgi's is catering this banquet. For, um, that's going to reveal these candidates. Buy your tickets. Uh get your tickets now. Get your tickets today. And and we are going to um it's going to be a great evening. Uh, again, Curtin Isley is going to speak. And I I think the brochure I got or the thing I was reading it says something about Mary speaking as well. Is that true? Yeah, Okay, great. She is. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that is awesome. I I love yeah. this too. And then I do too. Um and so get get your tickets. It's going to be up in Fort Wayne and Um, all the information you can find in the podcast on where you can get your tickets. It's ticket tour, um, and buy your tickets, support this. This is, this is what we need to do as Hoosiers to do our part. So we are called by God to fight the good fight and to do what is right. That's right in front of us. Okay. We might not be able to do anything on the federal level. We can do things at the state level and we can do things at the local level as well. And we should get involved in that. And, you know, just let me encourage the Christians who say that they're not political. They don't believe in politics. They don't think God cares about politics or that's secular side of the of, of the world. And Jesus only cares about the spiritual side. Well, first off the Bible doesn't say that. And in fact, it says the exact opposite. And I'm going to read a little passage here just to end this. Um, it's in uh second Samuel 23. We're going to read the first seven verses and it says this. Now, these are the words, the last words of David. So David was a King. He was a man after God's own heart. He wasn't a perfect man. But he was a repentant man, and that, I think, includes me and you, Amy, right? Right. <laughs> we're not Absolutely. perfect, but we'll repent. And and, uh, and and God said that David was a man after his own heart. He ruled rightly, even though he made mistakes. So the oracle of David, the son of Jesse, the oracle of the man who was raised on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, the sweet psalmist of Israel, the Spirit of the Lord speaks by me, his word... Is on my tongue, and now listen to this. Verse three: The God of Israel has spoken; the Rock of Israel has said to me, "When one rules justly over men, ruling in the fear of God." So, if you're going to rule justly over men in America today, there's only one way to do it. All right, and that is ruling in the fear of the God in the Lord, and mm-hmm. and so that is what your pack is all about: is finding conservative christian people who are willing to rule in the fear of the lord absolutely and, and that that's amazing and that's what we're trying to do that's why it's the right thing that's why yeah. that's why voting for these people helping these people giving money to these people telling your friends about these candidates that's why it's doing the right thing is because they are and they are committed to rule in the fear of the lord and it says when you do that this is what god told david and this is what David said, God told him when somebody rules like that, he dawns on them like the morning light, like the sun shining forth on a cloudless morning, like rain that makes grass to sprout from the earth for does not my house stand so with God for he has made with me an everlasting covenant. So everlasting last time I checked, man, it never ends. Are you on the same page, Amy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, So it must still be going, right? All right. Mm -hmm. Ordered in all things and secure for will not cause to prosper all my help and my desire. So we have this everlasting covenant that God told David and David told us through the word of God is this is what it's like when men rule justly. So next time you interpret Romans 13, you got to interpret it with this. Okay. And, and so anyhow, listen to this verse six, but, but. Worthless men are all like thorns that are thrown away, for they cannot be taken with the hand. But the man who touches them arms himself with iron and the shaft of a spear, and they are utterly consumed with fire. And I would tell you that this is exactly what Amy and the Liberty of Defense Pact, and Hoosiers for Liberty, Hoosiers for Life, All the whole, what they are doing, what this organization is doing is exactly what David is talking about here in the word of God. And that is we need rulers to rule rightly. And if you're not going to rule rightly, according to the Indiana state constitution, that is the standard that we're asking. And if you're not going to do it, then we're going to reform it. And that's exactly what's going on. And that's what you're doing. And thank you for doing that, Amy. I, honestly, I mean, you probably don't get a lot of praise. You just get a lot of hate now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but uh, I, want, I want to thank you because, you know, it, it's easy to shy away, go back to your homestead and take care of your family, do your family business, raise your children. But you have been fighting hard for years now. You got into this game way longer before, way before I did. And, and you know what? I am appreciative of you. I thank you for what you have done. I thank you for what you're doing. You know, I know that none of us be, when I say none of us, I'm talking about me and you specifically, we're not in it for our own glory. We're not Mm -hmm. in it for our own name. We're in it so that our neighbors can be ruled rightly by a, a government that that fears the Lord and that our kids and our grandkids will not only um, be able to be born alive and and not worried about being aborted. Right. right? I mean, that's where our government's at right now is they're allowing us as Hoosiers to sacrifice our children to the God of idolatry. And that needs to end because that's not ruling in the fear of the lord that is ruling in um secularism and yep. what this what all, in our minds are set are only on earthly things right now in this government and there are two people that i know specifically and if i'm missing somebody i apologize but i know that that's what john jacob and kurt Nisley has been doing since about the day they got into office right. um and 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 we are looking for candidates that will do that exact same thing. Um, and so that's what this is all about. That's what Amy and what she's doing all about. I know that you, I, you either love Amy, the people either love you or they hate you, but you know exactly, (laughs) you know exactly what side of the aisle are they are on if they hate you.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and, and, and so, um, I, again, I, I know I'm tooting your horn here a little bit, but it I think it's deserved. Um, and, and, you know, I want to thank you for all you've been doing and all th- this organization that you have built from the ground up of being a stay at home mom to, to where we're at now in this, it's really remarkable. And this just shows that all it takes is for somebody to get involved and, to care and to just put that foot forward one step at a time to Mm -hmm. do something and our kids and our grandkids will benefit from it. And the Lord will be glorified from it. And at the end of the day, we opened this podcast talking about Bob Saget and Betty White. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
1: Right? And
0: But at the end of the day, their day has ended. Yeah. And now they have to face a maker, a judge, their maker, their creator. And it doesn't matter how much money they made, it doesn't matter how much they were loved by mainstream, it doesn't matter how much the cultural the culture praised them. The only thing that matters is was they true and faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. And that is the same story that is on us, Amy, me and you. And yeah, and, and our families and and all Christians is we're going to have to face our maker one day. And are we going to run this race? Well, and if we're going to run this race, well, it includes every area of life because Christ is over every square inch of the earth. He is King of King and Lords of Lords. And he has a say in politics and it's time we as Hoosiers stop thinking that he doesn't and repent and, 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 and get involved in, and so there's my preaching, you know. I mm. didn't get preaching <laughs> in, yeah. I didn't, but uh, but honestly, it's so true, and it's the only thing that matters because it's objective truth and it has power, and it's yeah. the only power that there is. And if yeah. this is going to happen, Amy, even though you have worked tirelessly, you blood, sweat, and tears, literally, I'm sure. Yeah. But if it's going to grow, it's only going to come from God. If it's going yeah. to happen, it's because God's going to bless it and we both know that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's At why we stay humble.
0: Yeah. Because we know it's not us. We know it's not it's not what we're it can't doing. Be. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It'd be all messed up by now. Right. You know, I I cried twice yesterday and I thought Um, what you're saying is so true. I mean, not all the praise that thank you so much. You're right. I, um, but it means a lot. Thank you very, very, very much. I've known you a long time. And Mm -hmm. so even hearing it from you is just means something special, but, um, but yeah, days are hard and, but at the end of the day, it's not my deal. It's not, I give everything that I can and um, there, there's, um, you know, faith without works is dead. And there are times when all we can do is pray when we're literally in a, at a place where all we can do is pray, but that's not us right now. Not with this, not with this project, not with what is in front of us um, at the state house. We, there is room for action and everybody can play a part. So we, we, we need to pray and move, pray and move. Yep. And, um, so, yeah, thank you for all no, of that. That's
0: good. You, you know, here's the thing. You don't stop praying, but you actually right. start doing, right? Yeah. Be doers Absolutely. of the word. And that includes being doer of the words in politics. Yeah. And that's every area of life. And so you never stop praying. And in fact, if we're going to be honest, if I'm going to be honest, anyhow, I'm not going to speak for anybody else. I need to do a lot better at that. Um, honestly, you know, and so that's something that, that I I need to, I need to pray more and I am going to do things as well. And if God blesses it, then you're going to see a miracle happen here in this next election and elections to come. Yeah, so so
1: nice.
0: All right, I'm gonna end this podcast, but I want you to stay on the line. I want to talk to you off air for a second, okay?
1: Sounds good. All right,
0: Amy, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I do appreciate it. God bless. Yeah,
1: thank you.